we lose we lose track of the why sometimes you know why people come to psychedelics why people come to coaching why people come to therapy and the why is people want to change there is something so uncomfortable in their life you know something that creates tension something that creates resistance something that creates um uh, irritation let's say right and and that's where the the mindfulness component also like jumps in so strongly welcome to the mindfulness experience podcast i'm your host keith fiveson don't forget to register for the wonderland miami 2023 conference at wonderlandconference.com and use the exclusive discount code mindfulness20 to receive a 20 percent discount off of the registration price. In this episode, we're excited to bring you another insightful conversation from one of our speakers at the conference, Irina Vlada. Irina is widely recognized as a certified awareness coach, master yoga teacher, and addiction recovery and psychedelic coach. Her personal transformation journey has taken her all over the world and has given her a profound understanding of the power of spirituality and science. In this interview, Irina will share her perspectives on the convergence of Western psychology and Eastern philosophy in creating mindfulness. She'll also delve into her upcoming talk and her book at the Wonderland Conference. Hey, 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 Irina, how are you? I am doing fabulous. Hello, Keith. And how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm really so glad to have you here. Uh, and uh, you're you you you're in Miami right now, right? This is where we're going to be heading. Yeah. Yes, exactly. We're excited to invite all of you to visit the conference and also enjoy the South Florida weather. Uh huh. Beautiful, beautiful, and uh, South Florida weather is beautiful for that matter. Um, so, you know, you've got this talk at the conference and uh, I'm excited to, you know, see what you're going to talk about and hear about it. Uh, what are you going to, what's the sort of the essence of it? I know um, you're a coach, you're involved in, you know, uh, uh, preparation and integration and you've got yeah. this new book coming out. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yes, of course. Uh, there will be a few different panels that I will be participating in, but my heart desire is to bring as much awareness as we can to the actual integration topic. Mm -hmm. uh, we often combine it with preparation and integration. And why is that? Psychedelic journey can be extremely intense, massive, vast, full of exciting or frightening experiences it is it is very complex journey right mm -hmm. so and this journey is on which we really go inward and we really facing ourselves meeting ourselves at the very intimate level very deep level mm -hmm. so i always say that we can meet ourselves as deep as we actually prepared for as mm -hmm. our nervous system prepared for mm -hmm. so preparation Mm -hmm. refining of the nervous system through all the mindfulness tools mm -hmm. yogic tools meditation tools breathwork tools mm -hmm. and then of course 
focusing on the integration process because the psychedelic journey, you know, it could be from 60 minutes, maybe to three hours, maybe to six, maybe longer, but then it ends. And then, you know, we're left with this very um, lucid uh, experience that we might hold on to, might not. So my passion is how can we draw as much mm -hmm insights as we can and integrate it in our daily life so we can actually truly benefit and create lasting change mm -hmm. and the topic is going to be how can we track the long-term psychedelic integration mm -hmm. right so mm -hmm. if you see that the topic has this three main components of i would say integration as we know it's important to focus um long term because it's not about how do I feel tomorrow? How do I feel the week from now? It's about did I actually evolve into the better human being, mm -hmm. you know, or more whole being that mm -hmm. I want to I wanna be and I want to show up on this journey, you know, for mm -hmm. myself and for others. Mm -hmm. And that the third aspect on in this topic is also tracking. Mm -hmm. How do we track? So uh, that's what we will be discussing. That's great. That's wonderful. And uh, I do want to get to your new book, but I, I just want to talk about, you know, specifically what you said. So, you know, here it is, you know, many people, uh, if they are like, I'm a, you know, psychedelic assisted therapy provider and, you know, working with individuals and certainly many people in that particular um, suit, in that particular area are looking to go ahead and transcend their trauma. They're looking to transcend their stories, looking to move beyond all that. And what I hear you saying is that your work, the work that you do with people is to go ahead and help them to really get clear as to what it is that they're doing, why it is they're going into the well, why it is they're going into the underground, if you will, into that, you know, into the cave, you know, to go ahead and look at all of the things that come up for them. And then um, working with them through the integration process of whatever came up and helping them to activate those new insights into their lives. And you mentioned something else specifically about tracking. So, you know, without giving your presentation away too much, can you talk a little bit about that and what that, what does that actually mean? Tracking? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, um, before I get to that, what Please. you said was brilliant. Mm -hmm. Focusing on the why. Why mm -hmm. we, we lose we lose track of the why sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, why people come to psychedelics, why people come to coaching, why people come to therapy. Mm -hmm. And the why is people want to change. Mm -hmm. There is something so uncomfortable in their life, you mm -hmm. know, something that creates tension, something that creates resistance, something that creates um, uh, irritation, let's say, right? And and that's where the, the mindfulness component also like jumps in so strongly. Like, how can we build that relationship with um, our present moment, with, with mm -hmm. our, uh, with the way we perceive life? Mm -hmm. And why is this important? Because at the end of the day, it's not about having the best psychedelic journey. It's about becoming better versions of ourselves mm, i love that that's uh, true yeah. feeling better we meditate not to be a better meditators we go on a psychedelic journey not to be great at psychedelics right we right. want to be better mm -hmm. people at the core we want to have 
an open heart. We want to have an open mind. Mm-hmm. We want to be, and I'm not a, like this word is, you know, we, we're not using it. Enough. We want to be happy. Right. It's just as simple as that. So everything that is, you know, in a way, that's why we're coming to this you know experiences and this practices Got so mm-hmm. and reflect more on the traction you know mm-hmm. as a coach mm-hmm. just as a coach you know outside of let's say psychedelics mm-hmm. i always uh do my coaching journey we mm-hmm. start with three months mm-hmm. and then i go three months and then i go into six months and then i go into my nine months and so mm-hmm. on why do i do that and of course it could be you know it could be any other number but mm-hmm. we need to have references our mind need to see the process and the progress the we process need... and the progress like that Co- mm-hmm. correct yes. yes we need to know what those steps are we need mm-hmm. to know what is the intention right mm-hmm. and, and and after the journey mm-hmm. or for the same you know reason after the meditation practice because mm-hmm. to me it's it's all those tools that allow us to go deeper into our uh, unconscious right mm-hmm. so regardless what the practice mm-hmm. is what what are the insights mm-hmm. and then how do we track the integration and how do what is our process around integration mm-hmm. and then how do we track the pr- progress so so are we using a diary are we using an app are we using some way of kind of you know a measurement tool that allows us to see you know the hindsight where we've been the insight where we are the foresight where we want to be you know those are the kind of things that i look at in working with folks you know having some hindsight insight foresight where am i where have i been where am i now where do i want to go right so are you doing that in the uh, application of the integration yes correct mm-hmm. so what what i did i divided in Mm-hmm. three main containers or three main categories and mm-hmm. you literally just named that so mm-hmm. let's say we have one of their more of a coaching container so we have the journaling we have the talk therapy maybe your coach taking notes maybe you taking notes in a session and then you you know you have your own mm-hmm. journal you might mm-hmm. have your daily journal you might only journal before and after the psychedelic journey before and after your meditation practice um those are the known coaching tools that we have mm-hmm. technology was another one that you really you know mm-hmm. nailed and that's what right now the age of technology is happily providing to us so there are other tools available that we discuss more in the details at the conference but mm-hmm. there are certain scales and certain measurements and uh, the thing with the technology can be a little bit more simplified and not as personal mm-hmm. and that is you know because we mm-hmm. do want to track not only um individual journeys mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. the collective right because mm-hmm. all these individual journeys will add to the collective mm-hmm. and there is so wait, third- wait, wait, when you say the collective uh let me i just want to unpack that a bit what i hear you saying for me in my interpretation of the collective is you know what is my inner journey and what do i want for myself in terms of my behaviors or in terms of from an emotional viewpoint my body my spirit my mind mm-hmm. my food my sleep whatever that is and then i hear the collective and to me that really means my relationships with the world outside my environment my aspirations and how i land in the world is that something like similar to that 
yes absolutely because the life is an extension of who we are our life is an extension of who we are mm -hmm. so we use in this terms of individual and collective just mm -hmm. for the mind to have the reference mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. but technically in my spiritual understanding mm -hmm. it is actually all one it's so actually, one from the from the microcosm to the macrocosm you know correct. as, as we are so we manifest yeah yes 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 a hundred percent and then and then we have the just to get back to the third trekking container if you wish you know mm -hmm. and i think it might be the most important one as well mm -hmm. it's this i call it like internal scale mm. of internal parameter on a mm -hmm. scale from one to ten how do i feel today mm. right and mm -hmm. we ask ourselves that question every day reaching for that 10 mm -hmm. using the tools refining the mind refining the nervous system mm -hmm. refining the mm -hmm. intellect working mm -hmm. through trauma transforming the negative into positive mm -hmm. and you know transforming destructive into constructive because mm -hmm. we have that power right mm -hmm. so for me that would be probably one of the one mm -hmm. of the um, most important mm. uh, tracking mechanisms. Mm -hmm. It's our self-tracking mechanism. Mm -hmm. Where mm -hmm. am I today in the relationship mm -hmm. with myself mm -hmm. and in the relationship with my world? I like that. You know, I uh, there was a song in the '60s. Uh, the 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 line went, you know, I, I I just checked in to see what condition my condition was in. Right? You know, it's that kind of a thing, right? Because you're what you're doing is you're bringing um, a level of self-awareness through you know, uh, self-accountability and, you know, just by asking the question, I, I, I really like that. Now, is that, it sounds like there's a lot here, you know, uh, to go ahead and unpack, right? You know, in terms of someone's day-to-day -day. and, you know, it sounds also given the name and the title of your book, you know, mm -hmm. Courage to Live, uh, that you probably apply some of those ideas into the book. You know, because it does take a lot of courage, especially, you know, in the world today when you feel like you're beat down and a lot of stuff is going on and you might not feel like it's you even want to get out of bed for that matter. Never mind tracking, you know, how am I feeling? You know, mm. what what what's what what's with the book? Yes, yes. Thank you. I'm so, mm -hmm. I, I'm so excited because the book actually combined all this different paths of my you know, bigger journey, let's say, mm -hmm. and, you know, all the different paths within um, psychedelics, within mindfulness, within yoga, within academics, and then, of course, the personal life. And the main intention for the book was how can I impact people with this inspiration that change is actually truly possible, no matter what is my inner state how mm -hmm. low on that internal scale i might be right mm -hmm. how challenging life might seem through our perception mm -hmm. i want people to know that change is absolutely possible mm -hmm. but the key word for me is courage mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. the same characteristic that mm -hmm. we have to practice mm -hmm. i believe in every moment Mm -hmm. either it's regular life or psychedelic journey mm -hmm. or what, whatever we're facing with because mm -hmm. life is intense just like a psychedelic journey it's mm -hmm. so intense in every moment you know mm -hmm. it's so mm -hmm. so much happening simultaneously the whole 
universe and cosmos and even within our body it's mm -hmm. trillions of cells and everything is constantly in motion right mm -hmm. it takes tremendous amount of courage to show up to our moment-to-moment -moment life but if mm. we really want to change something that takes mm -hmm. guts yeah yeah and i i love that word courage uh you know and um it's always tied in my mind to commitment you know mm -hmm. because the nature of commitment is challenge you know once you make a commitment to something you're going to be challenged no, no doubt that's the that's the essence of the word the essence of the word of commitment is challenge you want to commit to something but you're afraid to commit because you're going to be challenged right so i like where you've taken it to because that is sort of the step above it's the air that it's the breath that breathes life into the commitment which is courage you know mm -hmm. you have to have the courage to change and change is not easy then people don't want to change you know yeah, I mean, even even people who have bad stories don't want to change because they're so comfortable with their bad stories and they're complaining. Correct. Yeah. And they're lacking the awareness of the victimhood that they're living mm -hmm. in, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they 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 commit in their own way to change. Mm -hmm. They actually believe that they mm -hmm. want to change, but the reality is a little bit different. There is no energy yeah. for that. You know, yeah. if we don't continue work on expanding our awareness mm -hmm. we won't gain this capacity to see the capacity to know oneself and therefore we're not going to have the energy to perform the change and i i it's interesting you said something so beautifully it gave me chills you said breathing life into the mm -hmm. challenge because what happens is challenge usually is sucking life out of us and right. then we're in an empty that's what i'm referring to when i say there is no energy to change mm -hmm. because when mm -hmm. we're facing challenge, we're drained, right? The, the right. mind is constantly occupied. We 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 just all the life force mm -hmm. source energy just right. wasted on all this. Right. Um, and, and I just had this image of the difference between you know when you look at the hero, you know the hero always has a a, bre a breath in. They always have a a bold chest. You know they're breathing in. Their arms are out they have courage that's the that's what courage looks like right but when you exhale and you have a conclave chest you know and you're you're bent over a little bit right that's what fear and you know victimhood looks like that's like that's that's the victim right i call it contraction mm. that is exactly mm -hmm. where i tied this whole thing into the practice mm -hmm. of a breath work you know mm -hmm. why we need to make sure we know how to open up. We mm -hmm. need to open up our physical mm -hmm. body and mm -hmm. our chest and our lungs. And mm -hmm. with that, we're opening up the heart. And mm -hmm. with that, we're opening up the mind. So mm -hmm. there is a process to that, that the ancient, you know, uh, sages developed. And we're just so blessed to receive. But mm -hmm. I, I, I love what you're saying with that image of the hero. And I... I and I want to point something out too. I read this quote: "The courage is not having a, you know, strength mm -hmm. to keep going when it gets tough. It, tough, right? Mm -hmm. Courage is actually when we don't have any strength anymore, right? Any mm -hmm. strength anymore, but we keep going anyway because then that breath that you're referring to of the mm -hmm. hero." Mm -hmm. It's actually a supernatural breath. It doesn't mm -hmm. come. You have no more on your, you know, in your daily credits. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you need right. to 
draw that energy from the universe, meaning you need to trust and mm -hmm. you need to just open up when there is no longer any mm -hmm. um, physical strength mm -hmm. that is available to you. So mm -hmm. to me, courage is actually a supernatural mm -hmm. quality. Mm -hmm. I just realized that in this conversation. Oh, that's Thank great. You. That's wow. great. Yes. And you've and you've got and I mean, we should probably put that as the subtitle to the book, right? Courage to live a supernatural power. Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> of it course. Is. Of course, that's just me and interrupting and getting involved with stuff. But, you know, I'm wondering, you know, when you're talking about courage and challenge, you know, when you look at, you know, working with folks and working with a lot of people, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges um, for mindfulness in today's world for people to really kind of show up and be present? Yeah, yeah. I, um, if you look at the very definition of mindfulness, at least in psychotherapy, right? And mm -hmm. I believe that it's very similar, like between the Buddhist tradition and, mm -hmm. and what we, um, apply now in the West and mm -hmm. psychotherapy. So mindfulness is awareness of present moment in uh, with acceptance. So mm -hmm. we have this three things we actually uh, practicing with, right? It's an awareness mm -hmm. in a, of a present moment with acceptance. Mm -hmm. So when people are lacking one of these elements, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, it is going to be a continuous challenge. Mm -hmm. It's either lack of awareness, you know, we can be in this present moment and we might even accept in the present moment, but, but, but we might be, mm -hmm. you know, uh, just not aware, you know, we might be intoxicated or we might be, you know, our mind can be somewhere else, just, you know, just gotten an argument with your loved one and, you know, you're, you're caught up. You're not, you're exactly. not present. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We, we people lacking presence mm -hmm. all the time. Why do we lack presence? That intensity of life that I'm actually like, keep mm -hmm. talking about and pointing out, mm -hmm. That's what makes us shrink back to that fear mm -hmm. that you were talking about mm -hmm. when we're facing challenge, right? Mm -hmm. That nervous system that, mm -hmm. you know, has a choice. You either keep it open or you shrink back. So mm -hmm. I think the biggest challenge is that reactive mechanisms that are happening within the nervous system. Mm -hmm. And we're constantly shrinking in that present moment awareness instead of accepting and then opening up to the experience. Mm -hmm. we unfortunately keep shrinking back mm -hmm. and that creates isolation that confirms mm -hmm. the fear that confirms the challenge that we're facing right mm -hmm. and we're just getting caught up in this special cycle and it also creates that distance between you and another mm -hmm. you know like at the beginning we were saying it's all one but all of right. a sudden if i'm shrinking back now there is a separation mm -hmm. now there is right. this is me and this is the world and I think that becomes the greatest challenge of mm -hmm. this you know, lack of awareness, lack of presence, lack of acceptance, therefore lack of mindfulness. Mm -hmm. So somewhat being disembodied and not being able to be attuned to what's going on with others or the world around you. Now, you had mentioned something around the Buddhist practice and the psychiatry or the you know Western psychology, if you will. How do you think the Western psychology and the Eastern philosophy can work together to create a more mindful practice because you know there obviously when we look at mindfulness the root of mindfulness you can start looking at you know karma and the bhava chakra and all of the buddhist perspectives knowing that it's that space between stimulus and response 
right? Mm -hmm. And then you have the choice to make a different mm -hmm. response. You you get a different choice or a different uh, outcome. Uh, what what's your view of the psychology and the philosophy, and maybe you know how that can be applied or how they can come together uh, to a you know enrich your practice? Yeah, I uh, what a beautiful question. And uh, currently, I am on the way to my PhD program at the California Institute of Integral mm -hmm. Studies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I am an East West psychology program. Mm -hmm. So we constantly explore that question that you're asking, mm -hmm. because it is so crucial, not only in someone's personal practice, but even for the world, the integration of the East and West, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That is something that will lead towards that unity that we all desire to experience. You know, yoga stands for unity too. The unity of your individual consciousness and your higher self and the divine. Mm -hmm. The yoking right? of the ego and the yes. interplay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that this integration of East and West, it actually mm -hmm. is already happening. And I mm -hmm. see... Um, you know, as much as I desire more of it, I actually, I, I see the beauty of uh, East bringing the tools to mm -hmm. the West, but mm -hmm. also the West doing the work and based in science, they, mm -hmm. you know, it's a lot of confirmation that is happening through quantum physics, even through, you know, the, the, the biology, the neuroscience now, mm -hmm. what, you know, what, um, like I'll give you, I will give you an example. This is something I learned in a yoga practice. Mm -hmm. It blew my mind as my mm -hmm. teacher was explaining. Mm -hmm. You know how we often say in yogic practice, focus at the third eye. And everybody, mm -hmm. you know, someone from the West who is not mm -hmm. uh, familiar with the tradition mm -hmm. or practice, it, it's this constant, mm -hmm. um, you know, resistance. Like, what mm -hmm. is it, this third eye? Am I supposed right, right. to? Yeah. It's the well, pineal gland, it? the pineal gland. Yeah, go ahead. Correct. So there is this, you know, connect it's actually a pituitary and pineal gland right mm -hmm. it has the optical cells within so there is an actual eye there is an ability to perceive and see mm -hmm. and have the visions but the 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 need or the invitation to hold this mudra is actually to bring the attention to bloodstream to the prefrontal cortex why mm -hmm. you create neuroplasticity mm -hmm. when i like when all of these things come together, why do we do psychedelics? Why do we do ketamine? To create mm. neuroplasticity, to rewire the nervous system. Mm -hmm. The whole yogic practice, it's all about rewiring the nervous mm -hmm. system mm -hmm. and the brain. It, it's mm -hmm. it's all that, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. to me, as we practice it, this is, you know, this is the integration mm -hmm. that is happening. I love that. I love that uh, explanation. It's uh very clear, very complete. And it also takes a lot of the woo-woo out, you know, because, you know, from a Western viewpoint, a lot of people get caught up in the woo-woo. They start thinking, oh yeah, you know, it's, you know, I've got to, I got to go ahead and envision the guru. Well, what they're doing is really imprinting on themselves their best version of themselves so that, you know, there is something to aspire towards, to be inspired and aspire, because that's the way we get out of our, you know, that's what the, that's the way we get out of our entropy. That's the way we get out of the sort of natural state, which is a negative state. And we mm -hmm. want to always, to your point, to courage to live, we want to always be our best self as best as we can. So these are tools that you're talking about, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you brought up uh, uh, the guru subject as well. It's mm -hmm. so important to know that guru stands for teacher. 
And yeah. it, the guru is actually the or, teacher. Or, or G-U-R-U. G-U-R-U. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. So we, you know, it's like, again, back to that same conversation we, you know, having since the beginning. We, It's a unity. We are one, but we will perceive the outside before we realize that, you know, that it, it's all happening within. So, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So when... So, so somebody who's so you and we all have that wisdom within us. And I think, you know, what everyone starts talking about with the medicine is trust the medicine. Really, the medicine is inside of us and the wisdom is inside of us. And really all we're doing through these practices is looking to use wisdom medicine to help us unravel our knots, if you will. Let me ask you, as you start working, what advice would you give to someone who's just starting out on a path of mindfulness or a path of really sort of becoming, you know, be, being, becoming, you know, what, what, what would you say that they need to be doing? What's your kind of advice there? Yeah. So I would say that self-awareness is, you know, always starts with self-reflection and that's where we, that's where we all need to start. So to me, in, in my coaching practice, uh, I invite people to start with self-reflection. You know, it could be self-inquiry, it could be journaling, could be contemplation, could be meditation, uh, becoming more and more aware mm-hmm. of your internal state. You know, mm. what's happening in the content of your awareness? Mm-hmm. Like, what, where's, the, where's the weather? What's the weather like? Yeah. Yes, yes. Not just what's happening in your life, because that's easy to mm-hmm. point out. That it's always about the other people and events. I want you to know how do you feel. Mm. I want you to know what are your thoughts. I want you to know what are the triggers of your thoughts. What are the belief systems that is actually under the thought processes. So when we start to dive deeper, so from self-reflection, we're expanding the self-awareness, right? And Mm -hmm. then from there, we're actually gaining greater capacity to self-regulate. And mm. that's where we want to get. How can I self-regulate? So then there is no longer about the mm-hmm. him or her or that situation, or mm-hmm. it's no longer finger pointing outside. Mm-hmm. It's actually giving you this inner authority. Mm-hmm. Well, wait a second, the choice that you were talking earlier, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that I have the choice. Mm-hmm. I can make the choice. I can make the change, right? Mm-hmm. But it needs to, that realizations in my belief comes in this greater container of self-awareness I had this vision as you were talking uh Irina that uh you know it's sort of like being in a plane right you're flying the plane and you know the the weather is you want to know what the weather conditions are you want to know what the cockpit looks like and all the controls that are there and you may be going towards a destination you may have your you know you may have your your hands on the on the uh, on the wheel, if you will. Uh, but you know, you always want to know what's going on. And, and that's where the analogy, and I like the way you use that from the inside to the outside, you know, you've got to, you've got to be aware of your own vehicle. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And that, you know, like I said, that awareness meditation practice, maybe not for everyone, of course, Mm -hmm. you know, of course I will be like, sit for five minutes, close your eyes, meet yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm. Don't go run away and meet with your friend or your mm-hmm. girlfriend or your, you know, child or your boss or whoever. Mm-hmm. Meet yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Intimacy. Know yourself a little bit deeper, right? Mm-hmm. So either it is five minute meditation with mm-hmm. the clothes. I would say that would be probably more of a, a reflection moment because meditation mm-hmm. practice is a little bit more mm-hmm. um, intense. We can get there in a different conversation. You mm-hmm. know, we can always right. explore. Uh, but close the eyes. Mm-hmm. Collect your energy. Collect your focus. You know, mm-hmm. see see yourself at the deeper mm-hmm. level. Yes, mm-hmm. and then of yeah. course psychedelics you know that is even deeper invitation to meet yourself mm-hmm. and at the end of the day we're exploring the content of our unconscious mind you mm-hmm. know that's that's, so, that's what's happening so you brought up psychedelics and we're talking about mindfulness as well and i'm just wondering from your view can you share perhaps a profound moment where you've experienced your own practice, your own mindfulness practice, and it could or could not maybe have something to do with psychedelics. Uh, but, uh, you know, give me a sense as to, you know, what the, you know, what the, what, what the profound aspect of it might've been, if you're okay with that. Yes, of course. I, um, mm-hmm. I always invite uh, people as well to focus on the heart center as much mm. as we can. So to me, prior to psychedelic journey, or even prior the, the mindfulness or meditation practice, I always invite, let's connect to your heart center, connect mm-hmm. to your heartbeat, and know that you don't only exist at the level of your mind, right? Mind is powerful and intellectual, and it's very intelligent, right? Mm-hmm. But heart has just as much, if not more, intelligence and through the heart we actually immediately connecting to that internal higher mm-hmm. wisdom let's say mm-hmm. right mind has mind only based on our past experiences mm-hmm. and information and education right so mm-hmm. that that's what the mind container is heart is connected to the universal wisdom to the divine mm-hmm. source mm-hmm. so the most profound experiences I had in psychedelic mm-hmm. journeys when mm-hmm. I'm able to open my heart. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I open my heart, you know, that's that's when the guard is down. That's when vulnerability is there. That's when the there is no resistance to what I'm seeing or what 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 is showing up in you know in the field of my awareness. It's, mm-hmm. it's the open heart with the lean like with the lens of love. You know, mm-hmm. even if there is a challenging situation, to me, the question is always like, okay, well, what love would do? And I mm-hmm. constantly mm-hmm. ask myself that question. It kind of gets me to that, you know, if the mind takes me away somewhere, especially mm-hmm. on the path of anxiety or resistance mm-hmm. or fear, you know, whatever that might be, you know, how do I return to the heart? It's almost this, this, mm-hmm. I don't know if I, yeah. I wanted I wanted to say ground zero, but it's interesting. I, I also mm-hmm. see it as a window into the cosmos and into the mm-hmm. universe, you know. But the mm-hmm. ground zero meaning like that's where I always gonna get grounded and that's where mm-hmm. I always gonna be love mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. anything else. I like that. That 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 you know, they talk about the heart mind connection, you know, the ability to move into the heart. And of course, one of the things I'm aware of is when we breathe and we take air into our lungs, the the oxygen goes straight to the heart and then that oxygenates our body and then we, you know, so whatever we br- breathe into or whatever we're bre- bringing into our eyes, our ears, our nose, our mouth, our tongue, and then swallowing and ingesting into that breath, you know, we're populating that emotion, that 
energy, that energy in motion, you know, that emotion into our bodies, aren't we? Yeah. Yes, yes, beautiful. And also, you know, you, you just, uh, oxygen mm -hmm. is such a powerful topic for breath work. Mm -hmm. And what's happening there is also we're alkalining the system. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes, for the phys what does it mean for the physical body? Mm -hmm. You know, for the physical body, when we're alkaline, there is no mm -hmm. virus, no disease that can actually survive mm -hmm. in, in mm -hmm. that alkaline environment and in acid environment, mm -hmm. you know. But I want us to apply the same wisdom mm -hmm. into our energy, into our, uh, you know, mm -hmm. with the body as well, mm -hmm. not just the physical body. Mm -hmm. If we, you know, if, if we practicing deep breaths and if we mm -hmm. create in that alkaline environment on the energy level. Mm -hmm. So that is the same thing. Refinement happens. No disease, meaning no trauma, no mm -hmm. mental trauma, mm -hmm. no, mm -hmm. no um, harmful um, mm -hmm. stuff will survive in the mm -hmm. alkaline environment. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. thank you for bringing it up. Yeah, yes. that's, that's good. So, so the idea of of certainly breathing and treating yourself well and being in your body being embodied and being having that ability to go ahead and connect in with the heart and the mind i i also like the i also like that wonderful uh thing you said about what would the heart do you know i mean there are so many um, uh challenges that we can have uh, in the world, never mind the external environment in terms of strangers or politics or things like that, but also from a family systems viewpoint, you know, where whether or not it's parents or brothers or sisters or relationships, you know, they can trigger us. And it's hard to sometimes stay motivated. Uh, I'm wondering if you have any tips, uh, you know, to kind of stay motivated during the busy world. Is it just as as much as connecting in with the heart connecting in with you know a loving kindness practice you know i wish you well i wish you health or doing a uh, a tongue lin practice which is breathing in someone else's pain and wishing them the, the wellness uh, do you have some sort of secret tool that you can share with us here I'm, I'm... i like that oh i like that you know to me what would always help is i when when in my relationship with others and you know mm -hmm. in families it can get intense so in a personal mm -hmm. relationship it can get intense um there is two ways the way i reflect on okay this is attention this is resistance what's happening and how can i serve myself how can i serve them through that as well mm -hmm. and it's either invitation to look for as like okay this is love but it's love covered under worry for example mm -hmm. now, mother would often present her love through lens of worrying and anxiety and that's her mm -hmm. way of loving me right and some it can lead into a lot of tension between two of you because mm -hmm. i you know me facing that and dealing with that all the time can be actually overwhelming and until i start to recognize the love underneath that mm -hmm. now the moment that worries come up or that you know even even her tone of voice is raising mm -hmm. up and it seems like almost usually mm -hmm. You react to that that would be on the edge of the argument but all that i see now is like but wait a second what is the starting point what is the ground zero mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. it's love she's mm -hmm. worried because she loves right, right. she's saying certain things because she loves so to me it's this invitation to mm -hmm. find love in a mm -hmm. way right mm -hmm. how can we find meaning see through mm -hmm. illusion 
to the core of their heart what is love in other cases where it would be a little bit more challenging to believe that love is there when people are actually you know uh acting um not in the, our best interest or not in their best mm -hmm. or highest qualities of the heart mm -hmm. i always invite our compassion in and i'm like mm -hmm. okay that also means to me that person is in pain so mm -hmm. we either mm -hmm. in love or we in pain if person is mm -hmm. in pain there will always be aggression anger jealousy mm -hmm. attacking mm -hmm. mechanisms whatever they might be mm -hmm. my advice is mm -hmm. always how can i be in that state of mindfulness how can i be in a mm -hmm. state of present moment so i don't shrink back i don't react mm -hmm. i don't react out of the defensive mechanism right? right like how can i either see love in what's happening or right. how can i see that someone mm -hmm. is in pain and therefore i can practice mm -hmm. compassion yeah and you know it's so challenging at times because you know all we want to do when we're hurt you know, when someone hurts us, you know, they say hurt people hurt people. And, you know, when someone hurts us, a lot of times what we our automatic reaction is to lash back, right? To, you know, you, you think you're bad. Let me tell you about you, you know, and then there is this opportunity for discharging or to write. I, I always like to write, you know, I like to write the letter that I never send, you know, to just discharge the feelings and the emotion or talk with a friend and kind of discharge it and then revisit and say, you know, I love what you're saying. How can I be a loving presence to the people around us? And that's a, that's a good, that's a good question to ask because, uh, you know, we have to be the change we wish to see, right? You know, yeah. we, we have to be in relationships. So let me ask you finally, Irina, uh, when you start taking a look at your journey, you know, for you and your journey towards mindfulness coaching you're going to be down in, uh at the miami uh 2023 conference you know i'm looking forward to your session there um what do you you know uh, see for yourself and maybe uh, along that line how can listeners that are listening to the podcast connect in with you yes so it's easy mm -hmm. to connect with me um through instagram you know it's uh, uh my profile is under coach.irinavlada uh, very, you, know, you can always find me there and send a direct text message. I do have a website, breathwise.co. Uh, mm -hmm. That is, you can get familiar with my coaching programs there um, and mm -hmm. connect through mm -hmm. conversation, you know, schedule a call. So I make myself as available as I can be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. But also what's what's next for me, I would say, I'm I'm working on a breathwork preparation video mm -hmm. right now, and I want to offer it to my clients and the you know wider mm -hmm. audience uh, for their preparation for psychedelic journeys. Mm -hmm. In that mm -hmm. video, I do explain why we follow a particular structure. Right, mm -hmm. we want to ground, we want to stabilize, and then we want to expand. Mm -hmm. And I offer the actual breath techniques mm -hmm. that will help their nervous system mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. great so this yeah. is so this is something that people can get a hold of you on again it's coach.irena.vlada and that's on instagram and uh you're you're preparing a lot you're doing a lot of great things uh you know congratulations Yes, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I want to, again, thank you very much for showing up 
and for being on the Mindfulness Experience podcast and for being uh, one of the key speakers at the Wonderland Miami 2023 conference. Thank you. That's it for today's episode of the Mindfulness Experience podcast. Thank you to our guest, Irina Vlada, for sharing her insights and wisdom with us. We hope you've enjoyed this interview and it will... Uh, and that you'll join us again throughout the various conversations that we have with other speakers for the Wonderland Miami 2023 conference. Don't forget to register at the wonderlandconference.com website using the exclusive code mindfulness20, and we'll see you there.